1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Freedom Friday Radio Show.
0: Hello, everybody. This is Ms. Kapow, and it's June 2nd, 2017. Can and, you imagine? We're six months into the year.
1: And you know why? Because time is sped up. It's sped up, Miss Kapow. It is. It's faster and faster. Oh, your clocks still read 24 hours? Of course they do. But the sky's different. It's sped up. If the days are not shortened, ain't no flesh going to be left. I'm telling you. You have mm-hmm. to shorten the days. God has to shorten the days. It's over. Hey, today's show, I mean, it's very enlightening, very encouraging. I think everybody listening to Freedom Friday, alternative commentary, you're going to walk out and go, and you know what? I feel better about life today. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to take off your headphones or your earbuds or whatever, and you're going to say, you know what? It's a wonderful world.
0: Very good.
1: You like that? I see skies of blue and chemtrails all around. Oh, see, there I go with the chemtrails, the tinfoil hat. I'm a conspiracist theorist. <laughs> okay. T- today's show, Miss Kapow, mm-hmm. is called The Bottomless Pit.
0: The Bottomless Pit.
1: Aww. The Bottomless Pit, because, hey, we're experiencing... Those things coming from the bottomless pit. You think I'm kidding? I'm not kidding. Mm-mm. The scripture in Revelation, Ms. Capel going to read a scripture in Revelation here in a second, but it talks about the angel that in Hebrew is called Abaddon, which means destruction. Destruction. But in the Greek, he's called Apollyon or Apollo. Well, this angel has the key, quote unquote, key to the bottomless pit. And he goes down there. He opens this thing up. Smoke comes out. And in this smoke is all this demonic horde upon the face of the earth. So you're saying, well, I understand that, Brother Kapow, but I'm going to be in the rapture. I'm going to be long gone before that happens. Eh, maybe we are. Maybe we're not. I don't know. Maybe my timing's off. But there's nowhere in that scripture says that it all happens at one time either. Maybe it happens over a period. My stupid, worthless opinion is we're seeing this stuff now. We're seeing it slowly, steadily, not even so slowly, but steadily being released.
0: Mm-hmm. There's
1: definitely a change in our world. I mean, <clears throat> there's a change almost daily. But folks, I mean, it doesn't take much. Just just slow down for a little bit close your eyes start contemplating this stuff and think back it's different than it was last year
0: yeah
1: it's different than it was five years ago definitely different since
0: 2008
1: definitely and, uh, it's very different since 2012 mm-hmm. i mean it's different folks Th- things are different the technology has made things different people behave different uh They talk different. The world is different. It's really upside down and very, very evil. Mm, Very, very That's like an
0: understatement.
1: Yes. Very, very dark. Very, very dark times. And um, I don't know how long the sin will be filled up before the end. But I'm telling you, I, I know we're at the precipice. I know we're at the precipice. So, um, I'll explain it to you on the way up. You know what I mean.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I know we're there, and um, it, those of you who have been listening to the Enoch series. You know that the book of Enoch was written for this generation, for the very last generation, the one that would be living in the the trials, the temptations, and the the tribulation. It's it wasn't understood. It was understood very much by the first century church, and then the Satanists called. Uh, the Catholic Church, because they're Satanists.
0: The Jesuits.
1: The Jesuits, the Catholic Church, uh, the Pope, they're Satanists. They worship Satan. It has nothing to do with Christianity. They're Satanists. They buried everything they could bury. They hate the Word of God, which reminds me, I don't want to get soundtracked, there's a super, super good documentary. It's about three hours long, so it's going to take some time. It's called... Wheat tears no, the, in the ta- wheat, the tears among the wheat tears among the wheat. I believe I don't know where you can get it except Amazon prime. If you have Amazon prime, you can watch it for free. That's where we got it. And this is our second time through it. And I'm telling you, it is a great, great documentary and it documents the word of God, the Bible from the very beginning and, and you will see what the Catholic Church and what the Jesuits have have done. And the, the Word of God has always been their enemy. And then you'll, you'll understand why we have so many translations and goofy stuff today. Because mm-hmm. they couldn't get rid of the Bible. They tried. They couldn't get rid of it. But they incorporated it and diluted it and corrupted it. And that's why you have so many people today who don't read it or understand it. So anyway. That's a little side note there. But Enoch is written for that last generation. The Catholic Church don't understand it. The academics don't understand it. They try to read it like Moby Dick. They don't believe it anyway. Mm -hmm. But you, if you're righteous and chosen, you'll understand it. If you're righteous and chosen one for the last days, if you're the elect, you listen to our shows, you'll understand it. It'll begin to burn a fire in you. You'll understand what we're saying. We're at the last We're at the last, and it starts to make sense. Everything starts to fall into place because you couldn't see it before. You're looking through a glass darkly, but now as it comes to fruition, you see it, and you go, this is that, spoken of by the prophet Enoch. This is that, right?
0: That's right.
1: So the bottomless pit in Revelation, this angel, Abaddon, the destroyer, destroyer, Also called in the Greek Apollo, the destroyer releases demonic hordes. He has a key to the bottomless pit. Now I'm spitballing here and I just want to run this by you. I'm spitballing here. CERN. CERN is in Switzerland, but part of CERN is in France. Part of CERN is in France, on the border of France. Actually in the country of France. I don't remember the name of the town offhand. I wouldn't be able to pronounce it correctly anyway. But it is derived from Apollo or Apollyon, the name of the French town. You're going to have to look this up because I can't remember the name of the town. Like I said, I wouldn't pronounce it right anyway. And it is believed that there was an ancient temple to Apollo there at that location and that there is a gateway or a portal there to the underground. I, make, I don't make this up. Mm-mm. So isn't it interesting that CERN would put its facilities, the largest man-made machine. This is the largest man-made machine is there in Switzerland and France <clears throat> under CERN. And it's your large hadron collider. And all of you know what CERN is. All of you should know what, what it's doing. It's smashing these particles To open up interdimensional gateways, alternative universes, um, to capture this energy, this dark matter. They do it under the guise of science, but it isn't science. It's magic. That's right. It's religion and magic. And it comes from the fallen ones. That's what it is. Absolutely. And if you're not real familiar with CERD, please, please research it. There's a lot, a lot of good videos out there on YouTube. There's a lot of people talking about it and some some real good people who know a whole lot more than I do. Uh, but it's a very real thing that they're doing. So I want you to think about this. A part of their land, part of their complex is in France. Over an ancient temple of Apollo. Mm-hmm. And they say that there used to be an ancient temple there and that there was belief that it was a portal to the underworld. Apollo, Apollyon. The Bible says that was his name in Greek. But in Hebrew, it's Abaddon, the destroyer. Well, in Switzerland, on the other side of the border in Switzerland, CERN, their mascot, right in front of their buildings, is the Hindu god Shiva. And that is the god... That destroys the universe. He's known as the destroyer God. Now, don't you think that's quite a coincidence?
0: It's amazing. That the book of
1: Revelation would say that this angel had a key to the bottomless pit and released this demonic horde of locusts upon mankind and that his name was the destroyer. And in Greek, it's Apollo. And then they built this thing over a portal. Of the bottomless pit. And his name is Apollo. And on the other side. His name is the destroyer. Shiva. Mm. I just. Wow. Hey can you do that on purpose? Or is that coincidental? Nope, It doesn't. It's. I'm just spitballing here. Think about it folks. And CERN. Has the large. Hadron collider. And they're smashing these particles. Trying to open up these. These portals—it's black magic—is is all it is. It's magic. That's right. Under the guise of science, these are the same people who are atheists who don't believe God created the world, but they believe in interdimensional beings. Yeah, that's it's why you hear all the alien talk now and all the all this this ghost talk and all this stuff. Science has has, has reverted back to its superstitious nature, mm-hmm. but it's magic.
0: Isn't that funny? Now I think that's funny how it's it's come full circle. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: You know? Yeah, at one point, the age of reason, they would have said, oh, that's not reasonable. We don't believe that. But they'll do that with the Bible mm-hmm. you know, or the book of Enoch. That's not reasonable. That it could be written by Enoch. How could it be written by Enoch?
0: Right.
1: And so here, here are these, these scientists, and it's run, CERN is run by the European Union, and America is there just as an observer. But it's a national thing.
0: Oh yes, definitely.
1: There's billions and billions of dollars invested into this machine and into these projects.
0: Yeah, it's a. Th- th- that's the uh, producer.
1: Yeah, her pro- sidekick producer getting mad. Like, get on with the news. Yeah. <laughs> we talking about CERN. This ain't a show about CERN. It's about the news. <laughs> but it all ties in. Hang in there.
0: Yep, it's all. It's a. It's a global. CERN it- is a global project.
1: Yes, and. They are opening other dimensions. They're opening other realms, other realms, interdimensional beings are coming through. I'm telling you, there's a lot of stuff on this. So I'm spitballing here, but don't you find it, you know, coincidental that these people have a mascot that's called a destroyer. He, by the way, Shiva's the destroyer of the universe, only in the sense that once that universe is destroyed, then the new universe could be brought in.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. R- Madam Bovlonsky and uh, Alice Bailey, they write about that. And um, P- Alan P. Hall, or whatever his name is, what is it? Manly. Manly Manly P. Hall. Manly P. Hall mm-hmm. They write about that stuff.
1: And that's the whole purpose. So it's not just destruction for the sake of destruction. It's to bring in the new order. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: America, we're, we're built on that. We're built on order out of chaos. The new world order. I mean, that's not, you know, you hear that all the time. But that that's exactly what this is. It's a spiritual new order. These entities, these fallen angels, they really do believe they're making a run for it to actually destroy... God and actually circumvent those prophecies and those things God said would would be. Mm-hmm. Had they known about Jesus, they would have never killed him. Had they known that his death would have been a sacrifice for all mankind, and that he would have went and defeated all his enemies and he's up there in the process Of making all his enemies to sit under him under his footstool. He's in the process of of making that. Had they known that, they would have never enticed the Jews to murder him.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, like I always say, God is a better um, chess player than... Satan, so
1: absolutely, and he's <laughs> made, he's made his plan clear to those who are able to see it, and that's why we love the Book of Enoch in the last days because you can see the plan. It makes sense now. It goes with Revelation. It makes Daniel make sense. It's the key. But these fallen ones, they can't see it. They don't have the wisdom of God. They're not chosen. They're not elect, and they honestly think they can circumvent it. And everything they do is actually bringing in. The end, the demise, mm-hmm. which can't be soon enough this this place is done, it's over with Finished. the yeah it's it's done this world is done it's 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 just filling up the iniquity, and I don't know you know where the max line is, but it's pretty close to that max line, so I just find it interesting that you have CERN whose job is to open up portals smashing these particles, looking for black matter. Looking for ultra uh, universes and dimensions, sitting in a place that used to be the old an old temple of Apollo, and on the other side it's Shiva the Destroyer. It goes right with Revelation, and CERN those scientists they have the key, the key to what to the bottomless pit. They have the key to that interdimension. Now I'm going to have Miss Kapow read that scripture, and then I'm going to have her read out of the book of jubilees because the book of jubilees has information in there that's not contained in our biblical text about demons in fact our biblical text never addresses demons or where they come from because it's just assumed that everybody knew where they came from because they did know where it came from in, in ancient uh, jewish history up to the first century And even the second century, they knew where demons came from because they read books like Jubilee and Enoch. They knew that the demons were the disembodied spirits of the Nephilim, of the giants. Everybody knew that. Jesus comes on scene and he starts rebuking them and casting them out and shutting them up and everything. They knew who Jesus was. See, So the Bible doesn't explain that. Paul doesn't take the the time to explain that to his readers because they know that but over the over 2000 years later we're we're reading it and, and you know the people are just now discovering that stuff just now but yeah because that knowledge was suppressed yeah it was suppressed and, and in the times past you know you would never you you would never hear a pastor or a preacher talk about this stuff so but it's important to know where they come from cuz you got to know how to defeat them so anyway in the bible you you just have demons Hanging out. But in the book of Enoch, in the book of Jubilees, they tell you where they come from. They're the disembodied spirits. They're, see, they're bound to the earth. I've been over this a million times. I'm not going to do it all over again. But they're bound to the earth. They're earth spirits because they came out of immortal angels mixing with mortal humans. Hybrids. Right? Mm-hmm. So their spirits can't resurrect. Their spirits can't be saved. They're, they can't. They're reprobate. They're, they're what the Bible, the Old Testament calls bastards. They can't be saved. They're refrium. They're shadows. So they can't be saved. So they're bound to the earth. But Enoch and Jubilee say that they will lead men astray with impunity. They can't be punished until that day that everything is consummated. To the day of the Lord comes and the judgment day comes. Then they can be punished and they'll be thrown in the lake of fire. But up to that point, we're stuck with them. So there's a story and I don't mean a fictitious story. I'm talking a narrative in Jubilee because I believe the book of Jubilees and I believe the book of Enoch. That's why I can understand this stuff, because I start from a position of belief, not a position of doubt, because a double man, double minded man is unstable in all his ways. I'm not double minded. There is a narrative in the book of Jubilees that states That God had ordered his angels to gather up these disembodied spirits and to bind them. And that in the book of Jubilees, Satan, what you would call Satan or Lucifer or the head guy, you know, some call him uh, Shamaza or Azazel. There's a lot of names for this evil entity. Uh, But in the book of Jubilees, his name is Mastima. And Mastema goes to the Lord, goes to God and said, it says, if you take all of these evil spirits and bind them into the underground, I'm not going to have any tools left to lead mankind astray. See, they they hate mankind. They want to prove that mankind was a horrible, horrible decision, a horrible decision for God to create. That mankind fell. He had free will and he fell in the garden and he fell when, he, when, when the sons of uh, God made it with the daughters of men and they're easy to lead astray. They want to prove that. That's why, that's why the Satans are called the accusers. They're always accusing the human at the throne of God. You understand?
0: Yeah, plus there was a jealousy because um, when they had committed that first sin, they asked Enoch to ask God for forgiveness. And there was none. Yes. But here, God would forgive us humans who are lesser than the angels.
1: Yes. But would we'll not forgive the watchers. And also, there's other ancient texts that say that um, when God created man, or Adam, he required all the angels to bow down to him. Because that was God's creation in his image. And Mastema, or Satan, refused to bow down. And And rebellion. So, Mastima and his fallen ones, they need demons to lead humans astray. Demons deceive. They, they do war on humans. They create illness and disease. They do a lot of different things. But their big, their big um, job is deception, and they want to lead astray the human away from God into idolatry of any sort. Which is usually, you know, it's easy to do. Humans love worshiping anything but God. Well, the narrative in Jubilees has a Mestiva going to God and it says, If you bind all of these spirits, I won't have any any tools to lead mankind astray. And so God allowed ten percent of the disembodied spirits, what we call demons, to remain on earth to be used by Mestima, Satan, Lucifer, whatever you want to call him. 10%. That means 90% of them are bound in a bottomless pit. 90%. So I want you to think about this. If CERN is in fact, the key is in fact being run by the fallen angel, Apollo, Apollo, or Abaddon and is in fact has the key to the bottomless pit and is releasing these hordes of demonic locust on mankind. There's ninety percent of them down there. We have ten percent now in this world. Look around you. Think how it's gonna be when you have a hundred percent here. We have ten percent. Look at the evil around you. What's going to happen? How is it going to look when you have 80% demons, 90% demons, 100% unleashed? Mm
0: -hmm. You
1: you don't want to be here. I'm telling you. And the biggest obstacle for people right now is unbelief. They don't believe the words of God. That's the biggest obstacle for people to get over to see what's going on around them. They just, they don't want to believe the words of God. That's right. Okay. Ms. Capel, we are going to do the news and that's, <clears throat> and the news all goes with what I've just said. All right. The bottomless pit. We're going to talk about some of this behavior and it gets worse and worse. And this is why I firmly believe more and more of these things are being released on the earth, mm-hmm. but we're, we're just, we already had 10% of them. I have no idea what percentage we have now, but it's going to increase until we're out of here.
0: That's right.
1: Until the, the righteous and elect that are really holding and hindering everything are, until until we're removed, then it's all we're literally going to go to hell. Literally going to go to hell. All right, Miss Kapow, you want to do Revelation and... Um,
0: sure. Revelation chapter 9... Uh, We're going to do um, 1 through 11. It says, And the fifth angel sounded, and I saw a star fall from heaven unto the earth, and to him was given the key to the bottomless pit. And he opened the bottomless pit, and there arose a smoke out of the pit, as the smoke of a great furnace, and the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit. And there came out of the smoke locusts upon the earth, and unto them was given power, as the scorpions of the earth have power. And it was commanded them that they should not hurt the grass of the earth, neither any green thing, neither any tree, but only those men which have not the seal of God in their foreheads. And to them it was given that they should not kill them, but that they should be tormented five months. And their torment was the torment of a scorpion when he striketh a man." And in those days shall men seek death, and shall not find it, and shall desire to die, and death shall flee from them. And the shapes of the locusts were like unto horses prepared unto battle, and on their heads were as it were crowns like gold, and their faces were as the faces of men. And they had their hair as the hair of women, and their teeth were as the teeth of lions. And they had breastplates, as it were breastplates of iron, and the sound of their wings was as the sound of chariots, as of many horses running to battle. And they had tails like unto scorpions, and there were stings in their tails, and their power was to hurt men five months. Verse 11. And they had a king over them, which is the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name in the Hebrew tongue is Abdenum, Ab. But in the Greek tongue hath his name Apollon. Now I will go to the book of Jubilee, and it's the tenth chapter, and I'm going to read verses eight and nine. And the chief of spirits, Mastima, came and said, Yahweh, Creator, let some of them remain before me, and let them listen to my voice, and do all that I shall say unto them. For if some of them are not left to me, I shall not be able to execute the power of my will on the sons of men. For these are for for corruption and leading astray before my judgment. For great is the wickedness of the sons of men. And he said, let the tenth part of them remain upon him. And let nine parts descend into the place of condemnation.
1: So a tenth part left with Mestima. So he can lead men astray because he says the son of men are just evil. So this will help me lead them astray. And a ninth part, that means 90% are in the bottomless pit. And then you have a revelation, the angel Apollyon or Apollo or Abaddon, the destroyer with the key to the bottomless pit, unleashing these things on the earth, on the earth. And they're going to do all kinds of havoc and harm for five months. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Could it be this is, we're seeing the beginning of this. We're seeing every time that CERN fires up and smashes particles and opens a little portal, something comes through every time something comes through. And of course, our time is changing and our perception and our universe, our memories, things like that change also. Mm-hmm. Daniel says about the Antichrist figure that he will seek to change times. That means Moeds, appointed times, that he will try to actually change the time. I don't believe that's Antichius fourth trying to change the Jewish calendar. I think that's way too small thinking. I think it's a fallen angel trying to change Time, literally trying to change time, trying to change the sky. Yeah.
0: I know. Isn't that amazing? Mm, mm,
1: mm. And our perceptions of reality, our reality changes. I'm not joking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, No. Uh tinfoil hat stuff, but I'm not joking. Okay. We're going to take a commercial break, but when we come back, let's going to talk about this idiot. He's a clown with a machete in California. But I'm going to tell you why, even more why he's an idiot. Uh, we're going to talk about this 16 year old girl for no reason who kills an Uber driver. Mm. The details of wow. that. Here's some dude who likes to throw semen on women. You. We got some feminists who are suing the university because um, they feel threatened uh, over social media. And then you have we talk about these these students. They're they're black students at a college and they're, they're having a meltdown. They want to have a, um, a day without white people. And then the, the, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, white professors and stuff don't think that's cool. They think that's racist. And then, so there's a bunch of protests, but the videos on this are pretty, um, pretty disturbing because, yeah, uh, annoying. they, they have some white, um, faculty members, you know, really kind of pinned up against the door and just yelling at her and chanting at her while they're filming this. And, um, it looks pretty bad.
0: Yeah. It's yeah, terrible. it looks pretty
1: bad. It's, it's very demonic. So we're going to take a commercial and we'll be right back.
0: Kapow! You are listening to the Kapow Radio Show Network. Kapow stands for Kingdom Against Powers of Wickedness. Kapow is sponsored by Fifth Hook Media, a digital publisher of ebooks. Fifth Media.com has a selection of ebooks about spiritual warfare and Christian living. Visit Fifth That's F I F T H O O K. Media.com. Remember, that's Fifth Hook com. F I F T H O O K. What's up, yo? (laughs) I like it. (laughs) I'm done, yo. Demons in My Marriage Bed from all online digital retailers, such as Amazon.com, Demons in My Marriage Bed, a true story of spiritual warfare, changed the way my spouse and I conduct spiritual battle and has increased our alertness level to the tactics of Satan. Please do not be fooled that such things cannot happen to you. Rather, get prepared and become the spiritual warrior needed to overcome in these perilous times in which we all live. Kapow! We are back.
1: We are back, Miss Kapow. Yay! And I think... 1.6% demons just got released on the commercial break. <laughs> According to my underground sources at CERN. Okay, this is from heatstreet.com, so it has to be true. Machete wielding clown terrorizes drivers along California Highway. And so you say, well, Brother Capel, that's old news. Clowns are out there. Clowns have been doing stupid things
0: all the time. But nay, nay, not like this one. Yeah.
1: And then the police, my goodness, the sheriff's deputies, how they handle this just boggles my mind because I come from law enforcement in the 80s and 90s when cops were still cops and they could do what they had to do. And this is ridiculous. That they didn't take care of this guy, I I just find it. I just I I sense fear all in them Mm -hmm. because they don't they don't want to get in trouble. They don't want to get sued or I I don't know. They're just weak. Um, uh, Creepy clown. A clown dressed in a colorful blue suit was spotted standing along Highway 101 in California. And he was holding what appeared to be a bloody machete over his head. Hmm. Keep that in mind, a bloody machete. And then I want to ask, ask you, if there's somebody standing there and they have what appears to be a bloody machete, is that threatening to you to uh, any degree? Yeah. Do you think that's like a tool, like a screwdriver, like he's just using the machete to cut down brush along the freeway? Uh, no. No. Uh, The way he's dressed, the the behavior, all points to aggression, intimidation, fear. Right? Mm -hmm. A bloody machete over his head. And so needless to say, this idiot freaked out quite a few drivers and they called nine eleven asking for help because you called nine eleven because you want the police to show up and help you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well not in Monterey County. Monterey County, now that's Northern California folks, so law enforcement in Northern California, I'm serious, is a lot different than Southern California. Yep. They're two different worlds. Yep. And when we used to go to school and we would go to school in Northern California for a school and we'd hang around the Northern California cops. They're, they're a whole different breed. You know, they're wearing Birkenstocks and, you know, dr- drinking lattes and stuff. And California cops still drink beer. Uh, you know, I mean, it's just it's a I'm, I'm not I'm just saying there's a big difference. So this is Monterey County. And I think they're a little light in the loafers. I really do. Because the the uh, the cops, the, the de- they're not even cops. They're deputies. They're sheriff's deputies. There's a difference. They arrive on the scene with guns. They handcuff and question the uh, the clown guy. And and this, this really blew my mind when I found this out. How old would you think somebody would be to put on a clown suit, have a bloody machete and stand there and freak out drivers?
0: The majority, probably under 40, maybe.
1: Yeah, I I would think even younger. I mean, I think you'd be a kid, maybe, you know, 17, 18, maybe early 20s if you're a loser. Right. Okay. Not Larry. His name is Larry Tovey. Larry Tovey, 61 years old. Wow. 61 years old. What is a 61-year-old man thinking when he puts on a clown suit with a bloody machete and stands there in a California highway?
0: He's a late bloomer with the men's <laughs> midlife crisis? I don't
1: know. I, uh, who knows? Who knows? Once again, think about the bottomless pit and being open. These people are demonized. This is not behavior that anybody would find normal a year ago. That's right. And then this, the writer of this article says, well, his tomfoolery certainly didn't amuse motorists. The man was not charged. You know why? Because no one was directly threatened by him with the machete. No one was directly threatened by him with the machete, so he wasn't charged.
0: That's well, crazy. But But
1: they just said that a bunch of motorists called 911 because they wanted help. Mm-hmm. Maybe they kind of felt threatened or they wouldn't have called 911. Yeah. And then the department explained on Facebook, they had, on their little Facebook page, that's how they communicate, before adding that the blood on the tool was just cotton with red dye, that's all it was, it wasn't oh. real blood. It was just cotton with a red dye. And so here's what they say, quote, just carrying it doesn't make it a deadly weapon. The <laughs> sheriff's deputies wrote on their Facebook page. And here's what they say. It's actually a tool. And since he didn't use it as a deadly weapon to threaten someone, there was no crime. Wow. That's Are we something. living in a parallel universe or what? This is not, this is not normal law enforcement behavior either. Mm-mm. I know California law. I was in law enforcement in California for almost 30 years. I know I know the law. This is a crime. It is a deadly weapon. And the way he's displaying it and the way he has blood on it and the way he's dressed and the way he's intimidating drivers is a crime. Mm-hmm. It might only be a misdemeanor, but it's a crime. Yeah. It's a crime. He's, he's exhibiting a deadly weapon but they say it's a tool when is, when is a machete become a tool when someone's in a clown suit with blood on it even if it's fake blood on uh, in the freeway when is that a tool mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying this is it's a parallel it's it's not the way it was that's right it's it's totally upside down it's like it's like last week we read that one article where Um, You know, they they made light of everything. Everything was like about the, the, you know, he was another clown, that Joker guy Mm -hmm. in Colorado. He was doing the same thing, pointing a gun at people. And and the the writer was just kind of making fun of it and real light. What's the same thing this guy does? Tom foolery. No crime. So they take the 61 year old idiot, Larry Tovey, to a psychiatric evaluation Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They don't do that. They do. The cops. Because I don't know when they got trained in psychiatry. Because when I went to the academy, they didn't give you training in psychiatry. Because if they did, I would have been dispensing meds instead of driving a police (laughs) car. But a psychiatric evaluation was performed at the scene. How did they do that? But officers quickly determined the only thing Toby suffers from was a twisted sense of humor. Really? Wow. Really wow. they, how oh, I just I get so irritated. how in the world do sheriff deputies do a psychiatric evaluation on scene I how don't, I don't know what do they have the little uh you know the the, the butterfly test do they wow. do, they do uh, the mi what is it the MPP personality profile thing how do they do that It's a good question. they call Dr. Phil. So they go on and says, it stands to reason he may have threatened someone, but we don't have any information on that, the sheriff continued, so we may not arrest on what he might have done. And then the police have advised other mischievous clowns to stay away from the highway, and that's it. Now, I guarantee you, if somebody would have ran this clown over, they would have been in handcuffs, and they would have been hauled off to jail and treated like a criminal. Oh,
0: definitely. Definitely.
1: It's, that's ridiculous. It's a bottomless pit, man. It's, Mm -hmm. you gotta understand, a bottomless pit, I mean, you have the demon hordes coming out, but it's changing things. Because it's, it's, they're opening universes, so they're overlapping. It, it, things are different.
0: Yep. And what strikes me is it's the bottomless pit. There's (laughs) no bottom.
1: Yeah. There is no bottom. It just keeps... It just keeps going forever mm. mm-hmm. so we don't know, we don't know how many disembodied spirits of the Nephi are down there, but there was enough Nephi and enough hybridization also with animals, not just with humans, they also um compromised the fish, the birds the reptiles, everything else mm-hmm. there was enough where God destroyed the entire planet with a flood mm-hmm. And only eight pure souls were saved so there's quite a bit mm-hmm. and you got to remember they come from fallen angel they're part fallen angel part but so um yeah they're they're deceptive and they're powerful and they're strong and uh, they're very violent obviously okay speaking of machetes and, and here's here's a machete uh that wasn't used as a tool Unfortunately, yeah. Uh, and, and plus, this this girl wasn't dressed as a clown. Now, had she done this crime in California, they might have just patted her off and said, "Well, you know, she got a crazy sense of humor. <laughs> she just wanted she- to kill somebody that day." I mean, does that make it bad? Mm. This is from Chicago.
0: Terrible. Oh, it's just terrible.
1: It is horrible what she did. A teenage girl from Chicago, she's been charged with killing an Uber driver for no reason whatsoever. Just a random attack. She just attacked this man with a knife and a machete. A tool, I'm sorry. A a tool. A machete is just a tool. A knife is just a tool, according to Monterey County sheriffs. She attacks this guy with a machete she'd just stolen from Walmart. Her name is Elisa Wasney. There's no picture of her, so I Course can't tell you no. what she underage, looks like. That's why. Yeah, she's 16 years old. She kept her eyes mostly to the floor Wednesday afternoon as a Cook County judge ordered her held without bail for the killing of Grant Nelson, a heinous and not provoked in any manner of crime. Nelson, who's 34 years old, he picked up Washington early Tuesday, a few blocks from the Walmart, and minutes into the ride and near the corner of some streets there, she begins stabbing him. And then he managed to pull over his Hyundai and he ran to a nearby condominium building. He was pushing on buzzers. He was yelling, help me, help me. I'm going to die. Mm. And then stupid Washney, the 16-year-old clown killer with a machete tool, took off in the car. But then she got in a wreck. Then she ran on foot. And then the cops found her nearby wearing just a bra and leggings, a a bloodstained Chicago Cubs shirt, was found nearby and a trail of blood uh, led them to the condominium lobby and then to the seriously injured Uber driver. And uh, so they were able to use the Uber app on his phone to see that Elisa was the name of the most recent customer. And uh, they called Nelson a random victim.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. And unfortunately, He described the attacker to the police, but then died later at a nearby hospital.
0: So sad. So he died.
1: Uh. Surveillance footage shows this gal at Walmart walking around the store with a knife and a machete, and then she left without paying for them.
0: (laughs) Wow.
1: Yeah. So for no reason, no reason whatsoever that we know of, just got in the car and killed this guy. I'm wondering if it was a hate crime. They don't show a picture of the gal, but the driver's white. Mm-hmm. It just makes you wonder. Uh, a demonic hordes, bottomless pit. Sixteen-year-old girl, really? And then in court, you know, she just like has her head down. She's not saying anything. I mean, it's just totally bizarre behavior. Very. This is just the beginning. For can you imagine when yeah. they're unle- when they're really all
0: unleashed? Yeah, because right now it's just ten percent.
1: <laughs> yeah. And maybe increasing a little bit, CERN's like popping up in the, the portal a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, you know, until they get that key fully open. Holy moly.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't want to be here. No way. I mean, I'm telling you, everybody's going to go absolutely nuts and demonized. Okay, uh, let's talk about demon number three. Demon number three in a flesh suit. <laughs> the bottomless pit is opening... Here's a guy who decides that it's a good thing to throw semen.
0: He's just throwing his love around.
1: (laughs) He's throwing his love around. (laughs) He thinks it's a good idea to throw semen on women. Um, The article doesn't say so, so don't ask me how he's doing this. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Use your imagination. Or not. (laughs) Or not. (laughs) Uh, This guy... Police arrested a dude who uh, was suspected of throwing semen on women in Portland-area stores. Ugh. Uh, Portland. That's the same uh, the city that wouldn't allow the, uh, the white women to make tacos because it was culturally uh, misappropriation or something like that. But not here. Manuel ben- Benuelas Alcala. Oh, that's a Hispanic, folks. <laughs> There's no law against him. Yeah. <laughs> He's 47 years old from Beaverton. Mm-hmm. He's arrested in a parking lot of a Safeway store on suspicion of third-degree sex abuse. Wow.
0: Well, I didn't know they come in degrees.
1: I didn't either. That's Portland. That's Oregon. So I don't know. I'm not familiar with, the, with that. Uh, detectives learned after his arrest that he likely threw semen on another woman. Inside a Safeway store.
0: So Can you imagine that? Here you are, grocery. Oh no, that'd be so nasty.
1: And uh, this, 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 this ugly dude Manuel walks up behind you and throws a little, little something, something your way.
0: Yeah, Poochie. nasty, nasty.
1: <laughs> a police spokeshole previously said a man, since identified as Manuel. Is suspected of such activity at Lamb's Garden Home Marketplace, which is a Kmart. So he likes going to grocery stores. That's because women are there and throw his semen around. Uh, let's see. They publicized the semen throwing cases and several women contacted the detectives to say they were victims of the same dude. So now they're doing a follow up. They've arrested the guy uh, when someone saw him in a in a car description in a, in the parking lot and so they got him without incident and they're also looking for people that he may have thrown semen at who didn't realize it
0: can you imagine how could you not realize it but yeah
1: you know it's like well he just walked by and flicked his wrist or you know acting weird but you didn't really see it you know, yeah, I don't
0: know. You know I mean? yeah
1: yeah so i mean uh dude that's that's out there behavior man that's demon behavior. And it comes in all sizes. It comes in violence and it comes in stupidity. Um, it comes in violence like the six-year-old girl. It comes in stupidity like a 61-year-old clown. Um, and it comes in stupidity like this next article. Feminists sue university for failing to protect them from mean internet comments. Mm-hmm. I lie not. I lie not. This is from Brightbot.com. A feminist student group at the University of Mary Washington has filed a Title IV lawsuit against the institution for failing to protect them from mean comments <laughs> on the internet.
0: <laughs> I guess the safe space, is, space isn't enough
1: now. No, no. But, you know, they can say whatever they want. Yeah. They're feminists. They can say whatever they, they, they want, be yeah. anti man. They can be whatever, they, you know, cut Trump's head off. Mm-hmm. They can do that, you know. Bloody head. What an idiot. Kathy Griffin, I wasn't going to even talk about her, but Kathy Griffin, you know, oh, what an idiot. And I then like the church of her. Satan even denounced her. The church yeah. of Satan says, pretty bad, oh, right? we don't want to do with her. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, you know, you're an a-hole to the, to the 10th degree when the Satanists don't want nothing to do with you. <laughs> oh my goodness.
0: That's pretty bad.
1: Yeah. She might as well just, she might as well yeah. just take a machete as a tool and just fall on it right now. Mm-hmm. That would be my suggestion. <laughs> Uh, Feminists United, a student group at the University of Mary Washington, has claimed in a recently filed lawsuit that the administration failed to protect them from posts made on the anonymous social media app Yik Yak. Yik Yak. They were using Yik Yak. And here's what they alleged: that the university didn't protect them by refusing to ban access to the app via the university's Wi-Fi system. <laughs> what? So the complaint ignores the reality that most students have access to the app via LTE internet, you know, cell service on their cellular devices, which would render a ban on the university's Wi-Fi system almost worthless. Mm -hmm. In other words, you could get to the app the other way. And the students claimed that the university's decision to allow students to access the app via the school's Wi-Fi network fostered a hostile environment in which the students were subjected to overtly and or sexist, threatening, anonymous messages. Maybe oh they are feminist, but they, uh, they don't like it. No. The other way. Uh, so anyway, writing on the lawsuit for the Foundation for Individual Rights in Education, or FIRE, <laughs> Susan Kruth argued that the university did not violate Title IV policies By refusing to act on comments made on the anonymous app, which was recently shut down in May. And I love what she wrote. She says universities should respond to true threats (laughs) and to serious allegations of sexual harassment. Mm. And they can provide non-punitive resources to people who encounter offensive speech. But to the extent that remarks are merely sexist or offensive, a public university must recognize that such language is protected under the first amendment and declined to take unlawful steps to censor it. Throughout their complaint, the plaintiffs conflate alleged threats and a pattern of conduct that they claim deprived them of educational benefits with remarks of behavior that made them uncomfortable. We couldn't study. We couldn't study our women's studies because they were calling us stupid.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I hate you Very annoying. Very annoying. Yeah. This kind of stuff's annoying me.
1: Oh my God! Oh, it's it's just uh, uh, the generation coming up. There is, there's not going to be one. It's over, thank God. But uh, they're out of control. Mm-hmm. The last story. This is very annoying. Uh, it's more annoying if you watch the video. So if you really want to be annoyed, go to our Facebook page, Fifth Hook Media Facebook. F I F T H O O K Media Facebook. Uh, follow it, like it, love it. Do whatever you guys do on Facebook, and because um, we post all this stuff on there. Mm. And it, this this will have the videos. So once you see the videos, you'll understand just how yeah, really how serious and dangerous this was, or is. <clears throat> this is college melts down over plan for white people free day on campus. And I was thinking about that, and I say, can you imagine a day without white people? I mean, I mean, where I live. It'd be like, where are all the white people at? (laughs) Um, Yeah, it'd be really sad. It'd be very sad. It'd be really sad, you know. Um, After protesters at a Washington State College called for a day without white people... Can you imagine that?
0: It'd be we, funny if it wasn't true. Yeah, you know we what I'm want saying? a day without white
1: people. What you know, Now that's not racist. Can you imagine if whites said we want a day without black people? Yeah. Oh, by the way, all these students are black. There's no Asians. There's no Hispanics. There's no um, you know what are you Kurds? Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no. They're all blacks you know yeah. I, I i don't understand, well, understand? Well, yeah, well yeah or or support any of this cause because they they ruin it for anybody that has legitimate reasons yeah
0: they make it they ruin it for, for those for
1: those people that have a legitimate complaint
0: mhm exactly yeah
1: so after protesters at a washington state college called for a day without white people a biology professor says he no longer feels safe on campus as student activists complained they're being vilified by conservative media. Mm. Evergreen State College students said racial tensions have been simmering in recent weeks, but reached a boiling point where a faculty member disagreed with their plans to protest what they say is institutional racism at the Olympia campus. Students were particularly incensed by an email that surfaced on Twitter on May 25th between Professor Britt Weinstein and Rashida Love, Mm -hmm. director of First People's Multicultural Advising Services. Wow. That's quite a job. Weinstein, who was white, allegedly condemned the day of absence, that means no white people, event that asked white people to leave campus for the day.
0: (laughs) See, that's... Uh, See, that is so annoying. He called the day an
1: act of oppression in and of itself Mm -hmm. and said he would visit campus in spite of the demonstration. He said, if there was interest in a public presentation and discussion of race through a scientific revolutionary lens, I would be quite willing to organize such an event. Mm -hmm. That's what Weinstein said. Um, In a YouTube video posted on May 27, a group of students is heard calling for Weinstein to be fired. Demonstrations have involved as many as 200 students pouring into classrooms and the school president's office. They they yell, hey, hey, ho, ho, these racist teachers have got to go. They chanted that. Now, when you watch this video, it's really sad because you see this white woman. I don't know if she's a secretary. I don't know if she's trying to protect the president's office or if she's a teacher, you know, a professor. I don't know. But she's standing at this closed door and they're four to five feet away from her. I mean, a group see, of very threatening, threatening. Yeah. students, blacks. And they're very threatening, and they're filming this, and they got their phones, and they're yelling at her, hmm. chanting this: "Hey, hey, ho, ho, blah, blah, blah." And you should see the look on her face. Probably like any moment, they're going to mm-hmm. tear me from limb to limb. It's not cool. It's not the way know. to do it. But that's demons. They're demon. They're demon possessed. Their minds are are taken over. Right. It's a demonic takeover of the mind. It's the bottomless pit. The portals are open. This isn't. This isn't normal. No. It's a new normal. It's not the same. Uh, Weinstein was told that uh, not to go on campus for safety reasons. So now he can't. He said he was going to go in there and said, screw this. This ain't right. But now hes they're going to kill him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I've been told by the chief of police it's not safe for me to be on campus.
0: See? Now, to me, that that's not right. Well, yeah, you know what would be right
1: is maybe have the police go on campus with him. Yeah. To make the point, right? Right. Because this guy's now a victim. He just wants to go to work. The station notes that Weinstein has spoken out in this year against increasing the role race plays in the admissions process. Multiple protest videos have been picked up by conservative media outlets, but the students disagree with the coverage, calling the footage edited. Well, what I, what I saw was footage that they filmed themselves, and it looks horrible. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how the conservative people are editing some white woman looking like she's about to be torn limb from limb by a bunch of crazed, you know, animals. Mm-hmm. They say, we demand that the video created for day of absence and day of presence that was stolen by white supremacists and edited to expose and ridicule the students and staff be taken down by the administration by this Friday. Jeez. They said in a statement. And I guess if they don't, what then? What are you going to do? Riot? Burn the school down? Is that what you're going to do? Mm. That's, that's 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 all you know how to do? They do everything by violence. Ah, bunch of idiots. Anyway, demonic takeover. Semen-throwing people. Feminists. Stupid racist, at college, 61-year-old clowns, and, of course, a 16-year-old murderer for no reason with a machete. Too many. And you have CERN in Switzerland and France. You have Apollo. You have Abaddon. You have the destroyer. You have a portal. You have scientists working on the keys to that portable. And you have... A prophecy in Revelation talking about the angel with the keys to the bottomless pit. And there's going to be hordes of these locust demon things that are coming, going to come out. And the torment's going to be so great, that men are going to beg to die, but they can't. That's right. They can't die. They're going to beg to die, but they can't. And then you have the ancient book of Jubilees saying, hey, I'll leave you 10% of them to help you deceive mankind. Test them. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The ninety percent are going down, but it looks like uh, they're going to be they're they're being released. Creepy. That's the good news. Um, now for the bad news. That was the good news.
0: Believe it, it or not.
1: Yeah. Now the bad news is we're out of here. We're done. No more Freedom <laughs> Friday. We're we're done for this week. I know. I know. It Seems they're crying. Wow. Well, the time's going faster. So now they get Freedom Friday like like quicker. It seems.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's kind
1: of cool. All right. All right. I'm going to go think positive thoughts.
0: Think positive thoughts. What's that
1: scripture that says, you know, whatever's pure, whatever's lovely, oh, yeah. whatever, you know, think on these things? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go do that.
0: All
1: right. So I'm going to look at a picture of you, Miss Kapan. Aww.
0: Aww oh, you're, mm-hmm. so you? you're so sweet. You're so sweet.
1: All right. Either that or a cheeseburger. One of the two. Ooh,
0: that sounds good.
1: Pizza does too. All right. <laughs> Give them a chow.
0: Ciao. ciao, babies. <laughs>